0: Hello, internet. this is Ewan Spence and DSC Insight calling. Just one more song and Junior Eurovision will be ready. Coming up, we have more names for our national finals. The price of Eurovision is going up and it's our first fan party for Benidorm. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, welcome to another week in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest and Junior Eurovision. I'm Ewan Spence, myself and the team from ESC Insight have been keeping an eye on things as the temperature of Eurovision just keeps going up slightly more every single day So we look forward to our semi-finals on the 9th of May and the 11th of May up once we get to Liverpool and a grand final on the 13th of May as well over in the Liverpool Arena uh, lots of accommodation is still to go on sale so if as we I always say this time of year if you don't get a hotel reservation don't worry more will open up probably about March or April if you are booking just now make sure it's refundable same with any of your travel or any of your other arrangements do just you know there is still a long way to go. Okay, quick look around the contest. Uh, Let's start with uh, Sweden. SVT's Eurovision project manager has been speaking to SVT News and confirmed that the broadcaster is now paying a larger entry fee to the EBU to enter the Eurovision Song contest in 2023. That fee is now the largest it has been. It's decided on annually and shared out amongst all the broadcasters and prorated to various social and economic factors. It's also heavily reliant on how many broadcasters are actually taking part. This is the first calculation to not include Russia, uh, which will mean that the, what Russia would have paid in its fee now has to be shared out around all the other broadcasters, as well as the rising cost of the economy and everything else that has an impact on the contest. The fee doesn't cover everything. You still have things like sponsorship. You still have things like ticket revenue. You still have uh, grants and such like provided uh, by the host broadcaster and various organisations around it. It's just one part of the budget. But it is something that is very keenly aware of. For example, Montenegro and North Macedonia both cited increased costs this year. That's part of their decision to not enter the song contest. It's a big event. It's an expensive event. You see it all on screen but, you know, it still needs to be value for money. Over uh, in Junior Eurovision, as I said at the top of the show, we're waiting on just one song to get its full reveal. It's the home song from Armenia. We know the singer is Nare. Uh, no doubt, the song will be along shortly. Uh, oh, if you head over to the official YouTube channel you will find 14 of the 16 official videos still waiting on our media. We're also still waiting on the official video from Ukraine, even though the song has been selected in a national final. But you can get a great big flavour of the show, youtube.com slash junior Eurovision right there. Okay, country news now. Uh, Belgium first. Broadcaster VRT has confirmed the seven acts that will be taking part in its national final. It's set to take place on January the 14th, and each act will be performing two songs in the hope to get the ticket to Liverpool. Those artists are Amira, Shireen, Galadrago, Gustav, Hunter Falls, Loredana and the Starlings. Of note, here is the duet, The Starlings. Akito Kalibuat won Pop Idol. Tom Dice won X Factor previously. Dice also went to sing for Belgium at Eurovision 2010 with Me and My Guitar went down very much as a community favorite and that means that there is going to be a little bit more attention on the starlings than there will be on any other act at least outside of belgium that doesn't always translate into national final success but as we've seen with the likes of Lynn getting a chart success from snap from around the world not necessarily directly from eurovision success can be found in more places uh, Croatia, the submission window for Dora remains open until November the twentieth. Head of delegation Tomislav Stengel has confirmed to local media that the fifty song mark has been passed. They are going to have a maximum of 28 songs going into the national final series, so they've certainly made that number, but more can still be submitted over the next ooh, week and a half or so. Similarly, in Germany, NDR has announced details on the German National Final to lead for Liverpool, our song for Liverpool submissions can be made on the website until November the 28th but there is a second route here the broadcaster is going to be looking for songs to be submitted through TikTok all the eligible songs will then go forward to a public vote presumably on TikTok as well and the winner of that will join the songs that are picked through the more regular method the submissions on the website to go through to the national final now we don't have a specific date there we have early March, and given the deadline, it tends to be early to mid-March. It sounds like Germany is going to leave as late as possible into the run for what looks likely to be a one-shot national final. Also, uh, starting through the process is Italy, although with uh, San Remo winner being the person or act who takes the ticket to Eurovision, things are slightly different because we're looking at the early stages of San Remo now. Uh, and that is uh, San Remo Giovanni, which takes place in December. 12 acts there. Uh, all new stars Giovanni obviously Um, three tickets for the top three are available to go forward to the Campione the big contest at Sanremo where the winner gets the ticket to Eurovision this week saw the eight internally selected names by RAI for Sanremo Giovanni Uh, they're going to be joined by four names who will be chosen by a contest called Area Sanremo which is New singers in and around the San Remo. And that will give the 12 for a show in December to select three for San Remo, which will select one for Eurovision. Never change, Italy. Never change. Uh, Portugal's not changing either. As is tradition, the broadcaster RTP has announced the Songwriters' for the 2023 edition of Festival of the Can-Saro before we hear the performers, songwriters get the lead here. 15 were selected by directly by RTP, while the further five songs came through public submission. It was originally going to be 16 and 4, but when one of those selected directly by RTP pulled out, they just went to the submissions list from the website and chose the next one, hence 75-25% split. Of note to Eurovision fans, uh, songwriters will be Claudia Pascual, who sang for Portugal and Home Soil in 2018. I've also found the first entry in my That's a Fantastic Name for 2023, which goes to the songwriting team called You Can't Win Charlie Brown. Of such small things, my joy of Eurovision is increased. Uh, And to be fair, the last time there was Big One of the Tactical Nuclear Penguin and uh, still loving that band to this day. So, Charlie Brown might already be winning. Uh, Romania, we can mark off the date for TVR's national final. It's going to be Saturday, the 11th of February. Uh, Submissions are opening next week uh, on Monday, the 14th of November. We'll stay open until December the 11th. More details as we hear of them. Uh, Side note here for those heading to... Benidorm Fest, Spain's three-night national selection, now in its second year of its new generation of Benidorm Fest. The team from the Madrid preview party will be hosting Euro Club ES, bringing the same energy and nightlife that you would get at the pre-parties to the Spanish selection process. It's going to be running the Tuesday, the Thursday, the Friday and the Saturday night, so the two semi semi-finals, the Friday night, because, you know, you're all there, and the Saturday night of the grand final into the wee hours. Tickets start at €15 Euros per night. Packages are available from €39 Euros as well. Finally, for the country news, Ukraine, the public voting for the three judges that will contribute to the Ukrainian national final has closed. With half a million votes, uh, the three jury members, as voted on by the public, will be Tarotopoloya lead vocalist in the band Antitila, Dimala, who, of course, won Eurovision in 2016, and Julia Sanina, who's the lead vocalist in the band The Hardkiss, who've been in the national final quite a few times as well. Uh, that national final, which we expect to be our first of the season, takes place on Saturday, the 17th of December. Right then, what do we have to look forward to over the next week and keep yourself all in a nice little Eurovision simmering cauldron of music? Well, uh, first up, uh, let's not forget about Ben Robertson's series looking at the juries, both the decisions around the annulled jury in Turin 2022 and a potential replacement that feels fairer, at least from a mathematical and competitive point of view, not necessarily from an entertainment point of view. That tension between entertainment and contest and sporting its always there at the song contest. Uh, We'll also give a shout out to the official Eurovision Song Contest podcast. Season two is starting up now. The feed has a new trailer on what to expect in terms of their interviews backstage and how everything is working. No doubt it's going to be recommended to you in your podcast app right now. So just kind of like look at the screen, look down. It's kind of properly, it's there. Great. Uh, what else? Uh, Dates for your diary. As mentioned, the big preview parties uh, that are happening. One of them is the Madrid pre party. Yes, they're doing that at Better Fest. They do one for the whole contest. It's taking place on Friday and Saturday, the 7th and 8th of April. Before that, Barcelona, 23rd, 24th, the 5th of March. After that, Amsterdam Eurovision concert. April the 15th as more of those get confirmed we will put their dates in there Telvise shows it is uh, Junior Eurovision of course on December the 11th and uh, then we have December the 17th for the Ukrainian National Final Um, also starting up this week uh, the ever popular ESC 250 voting has opened it's the biggest fan poll of the year that asks a simple question what's your favourite Eurovision song of all time and that then answers the question of what the community's favourite song of all time is (laughs) Laureen's Euphoria, yeah, the up, up, up song, uh, it, it won last year and the year before and the year before that and the year before that. And if it wins this year, it will be 10 straight wins in a row for the monolithic Swedish song. And I think at that point, she gets to keep the Jewels Romay trophy. I'm not quite sure on that. Anyway, last year, most people were looking to Månesken to see if they could knock the Swedish singer off the top spot. This year, the Quixotic Quest is passed to Sam Ryder. You can vote now, and the full rundown will happen on December the 31st, with the winning song starting at three minutes to midnight. But for now, we have to come to our close. If you're listening just before midnight, it might be three minutes to midnight now. But wherever you are, whenever you're listening, we do thank you. To all our friends out there who we know and are still to meet, stay safe. Be kind to each other. I'll say to Ra, play the guitars. Catch you next week. This week's ESC Insight News Podcast was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team at ESC Insight. www.escinsight.com to find out more and support us. patreon.com slash ESC Insight.